This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 8.17, you're tuned to WGNS on this Monday morning. Today, the 13th of September. Hi, Doctor. Dr. Craig McCabe is in studio with us this morning. How are you this morning? Hey, I am doing well, and I hope everyone else is too. I finally got some time to work on my garden and my yard today, and I know my neighbors appreciate that too. So I hope everyone else was able to get out and catch up on some things. So you've got a garden? Yeah, it's, uh, it's mostly um, flowers, uh, bushes, a lot of azaleas, and uh, I'm trying to make a, a, a wall hedge of flowers and uh, that's not the easiest thing to do because <laughs> they have their own minds. But, uh, you know, um, I'm working at it. I want to keep working at it. And little parts are coming along and other little parts are fighting me back. But we'll get there. You know, I, I did a wall hedge myself over the summer on our back fence. And mm-hmm. uh, the way I went about it was I went to Amazon.com mm-hmm. and ordered plastic I don't know if you've seen those. It's a, a plastic hedge, but it's it, you know it's like uh, six foot by six foot sheets that it comes in, mm-hmm. and I, I put that up on the fence. So it looks like I've got like a, a boxwood bush growing up the fence. It's pretty impressive. Oh, well, <laughs> good. Well, good. All well, then you don't have to worry about uh, fertilizing and watering and all those kind That's of right. things. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's hard to get, uh, I guess, realistic flowers, <laughs> you know, that are it plastic is. and look like that. The, the flowers would be a tough thing for plastic. It just they don't look real. Yeah, they don't. You know, and then you gotta you gotta dust them. You gotta wipe them <laughs> down. You know, too. They're not complete maintenance free. That's right. But anyways, along with that, and speaking of flowers and such, it is now the time of my most dreaded flower, the goldenrod. I never heard of that. Oh, that is uh, that comes up this time of year with the weeds and uh, is it uh, that I guess along with the falling leaves uh, next month really uh, put a spike into the allergens in the air for allergy season and some people may be experiencing a little bit of that now with uh, red eyes or tearing eyes uh, a little. Uh, gruff voice or a little post-nasal drip a little sinuses those kind of things and uh, lots of times the -the over-the-counter methods work um, with a pill just simple pill you can take or something and then sometimes you need more than that and those are the ones we see in our eye office uh, that need a little bit more than what the pills can give and also the the -the over-the-counter pills can also dry your mouth and your eyes and if you have a little bit of a dry eye problem they'll make it significantly uh, more bothersome for you so you have to be careful with what you take and how you're taking yeah the the changing of the seasons in tennessee seems to wreak havoc on a lot of folks out there and yeah you, you went through the list and it is so annoying to have dry eyes or to have that stuffy feeling you know where you're always coughing or clearing your throat all that stuff yeah i'll tell you though the the ones that i recommend 
their prescription so they're stronger more effective but they put the medicine right where it needs to be and that is these nasal inhalers and uh, topical eye drops so if uh, you need any help with anything like that uh, give us a call at our office we're happy to help you out with that that's a pretty simple enough thing here in 2021 we can control most all allergies very well. And by the way, anybody who has questions, if they want to text those in to us or call them in, you can call the same number or text the same number, 615-893-1450. Uh, so I guess any eye-related question is on the table, and uh, we'll tackle it. Or you'll tackle it. That, that's tackle right. It. We'll, we'll both get through it. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing we have had great, just literally great, you know, knock on wood, uh, just envision me hitting my head right now. <laughs> and uh, that is uh, glaucoma treatments. There's a new one out called Darista, which is a little micro, teeny, teeny, tiny implant that gets uh, placed in the front part of your eye. And it provides, it's just amazing, this little tiny thing. I look at it and I just shake my head each time. I don't know how it does it, but it provides enough glaucoma medication so that you don't have to use your bottle of eye drops if you happen to have glaucoma and be on eye drops for at least six months and we've had some people go to a year or past a year and so of course you don't have to buy the drops you don't have to use the drops every day and people really appreciate that and the nice thing about it is unlike a drop or any pill for example that you take you get a spike in the concentration of that medication called the peak uh, dosage and then right before it's time to take the next one it drops off below where it needs to be called the trough level of the medication so you don't get the peak and troughs you get a constant amount of what you need which just like the insulin pumps and other things that are out now to do that they deliver uh, not too much and not too little, but kind of just right. I guess that's like Goldilocks. So just the <laughs> right amount there to your eyes of that glaucoma medication for 6 to 12 months. Uh, and the wonderful thing about it is that it's paid for by your insurance. If you have Medicare and a supplemental and some other insurances, it's totally paid for. So you don't have to buy the drops. You don't have to use them and it takes better control of your eye pressure. So that's a nice thing that we've been doing for over a year now in the office. That's uh, brand new and people may not know about it. So if you happen to be in that situation and you would like to get out of using your drops, give us a call and we'll be happy to take care of you. We have a text here. It says, my job is very demanding, which equals lots of late nights at work. And that is why I use eye whitening drops and have for several years. Is this bad for my eyes? Eye whitening drops. Yes, yeah, so I, I guess it's like the corollary. The ones that take the red out would make your eyes whiter. So I, I would say if you stay away from products like clear eyes or Visine, which are probably the two most common, there is a third one out over the counter. Um, on the market called Lumify, Lumify, L-U-M-I-F-Y. And that one, uh, instead of constricting the arteries, it constricts just the veins, and it has less 
what's called rebound hyperemia. So what's that? That means when the medicine wears off, your eyes don't get even redder than they were before, and then you have to use more medicine, and you get into what's called a, a vicious spiral or circle. And uh, so I would stay away from those first two, and if you need something like that, I would use the Lumify. But I would also make an appointment with your eye care physician because you probably have an underlying situation that needs to be addressed, and if it is, you probably won't have to use those drops. So this could be a dry eye, something called blepharitis, allergies, of course, uh, numerous things, but those are the three most common. And uh, once again, you can. I would get off of the others, and I would use Lumify if you need it, but I would uh, check it out. You probably have an underlying problem, and if you manage that correctly, then hopefully you won't need to buy those medicated drops. But you're saying Lumify or Lunify for that uh, uh, eye drop medicine? <laughs> I guess it depends upon your state of consciousness. But <laughs> Lumify, L-U-M-I-F-Y, Lumify, over-the-counter. And I'll say there's, I was out uh, shopping uh, yesterday, and I'll say that there's a difference in prices for these over-the-counter medications and I saw as much as I saw it at one place for $18 and another place for $28 for wow, two bottles of the Lumify. Yeah, it's not quite a 50% difference, but it's close. And so you ought to uh, check that out. And uh, if you like it and you want to use it, then certainly you might as well get the best price on it. Uh, definitely so. This person says, my primary care doctor said I have dry eye syndrome and is sending me to an eye doctor is this something serious? I never thought dry eye syndrome could be serious. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> well, just like so many other diseases that we can have, there's a bell-shaped curve to the population and how bad it can be from mild to severe. I would say, you know, most people that have gone through the LASIK surgery will tell you that they have a dry eye problem. That's very common after it. Uh, and some people just need to use artificial teardrops. And the hallmark of dry eyes, the symptoms, kind of to know if you have it, is scratchy, gritty, sandy feeling in your eyes or intermittent blurriness where, you know, you close your eyes or you blink or you rub them and a minute later your vision's back to normal better. Um, so those are the hallmark symptoms. And if you have that, you probably have dry eyes. And this can become from many things. Like I said, it can be from previous surgery. It can be from other diseases that you have, either from the disease itself, like thyroid disease causes a dry eye problem. People that uh, have other um, autoimmune diseases, and if you have one, you know who you are. And uh, that also is common to have a dry eye problem with the worst one being called Sjogren's syndrome, a Swedish word uh, spelled S-J, it starts out, but Sjogren's syndrome gives you a severe dry eye. <clears throat> and those people are some of the hardest for the eye doctor to treat. But like I said, usually for you know the lesser ones, artificial teardrops, if you need more than that, you know, they help, but they're just transient. You know, they just help for a little bit, and then the situation comes back again. Your eyes get red, these kind of things. Then uh, it could be 
that you know you have a little bit more of a dry eye problem you need a little bit more treatment and the hallmark of that is uh punctal plugs these little tear duct plugs we use those a lot at our office and our patients tell us that those give them more relief than anything else they've ever tried so if you haven't uh, had that you know give us a call we're actually a uh, dry eye uh, certified center uh, and I think we may be the only one around but you know it's a very common problem and we have the things to take care of you for that and then other than that if you have a more severe dry eye problem then you may have have to actually use some medications uh, such as steroids that are anti-inflammatories or other immune suppressants uh, like gancyclovir you may have heard of Restasis or Ilevro those are common are, uh, uh, Restasis you may have heard of that uh, on TV that's a common one on TV so it just depends upon where you're at and how much you need and what you respond to but uh, you really should get it treated mild dry eye is just mild discomfort and redness <clears throat> and then as it gets more severe it affects your vision it can be so bad where it allows you to be susceptible to common infections where otherwise that epithelial barrier on your eye protects you from with severe dry eye that actually breaks down you get little micro ulcers on the surface of your eye that lead to infection and other problems so there's a whole bell-shaped curve of it most people have the mild form but you need to see your eye care physician and they'll figure out what you need and help you out with it hey you know changing subjects just a little bit here since the start of COVID-19 there's been a lot of medical terms that have been tossed around in the news terms that most people who were not doctors were not familiar with mm -hmm. until now one of those being comorbidity we heard that a lot at the start of COVID-19 but what exactly does that mean and with comorbidity are you seeing eye problems that are tied to maybe other things like diabetes on a regular basis in your office oh absolutely absolutely i mean the number one cause of vision loss so i think that would be a very significant eye problem for the working age population in the united states is diabetes you're required by your insurance to get a dilated eye exam a thorough eye exam for your diabetes that you may have in your eyes every year every year so please if you're a diabetic please make sure you're getting a thorough dilated eye exam you know not just one to go get glasses or contacts but a medical eye exam so if you're doing that great you're doing exactly right because it's been shown that if you catch these diseases early on they're much easier to treat and much more successful to treat so, you know, if you're a diabetic, you should get an eye exam once a year. Absolutely. So that comorbidity would be if you have diabetes, then also if you have high <coughs> blood pressure, and then you also have a glaucoma issue. I, I mean, those things, that would be the comorbidity with, you know, the chance of getting COVID-19, which is what I keep hearing. Those who have comorbidities are more likely to suffer more so with COVID than others. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. You know, the coronavirus typically affects what are called the type 2 pneumocytes in the lung tissue, in those alveoli or the air sacs. 
Now, every, pretty much every organ in the body is maintained from blood flow, capillaries, providing oxygen, nutrients, and taking away waste products from cellular metabolism. And so anything that is a disease that affects the capillaries will affect most all the organs in your body. Diabetes and high blood pressure affect those blood vessels. So if you have a disease that is dependent upon blood flow and that by worsening it you make the disease worse, that's going to be a comorbidity or that's going to be another disease that makes this one worse. And so that's why you have things like diabetes, being overweight, high blood pressure, old age. What comes with old age? Hardening of the arteries and things like that and worse blood flow. And the same thing when you're overweight. You have miles and miles of more capillaries to perfuse your tissues with. So those are the comorbidities and it, and it all makes sense there. And once again, the very best thing you can do for yourself, your family, your neighborhood, your school, and your community is get vaccinated. It seems like from what I hear, because it has been interesting listening to doctors talk about COVID-19, but it seems like from what I've heard so far, when somebody has these multiple problems with their health, the comorbidities, if you would, uh, often when you treat one, another thing seems like will pop up. And that thing that pops up could be COVID. You know, you're getting COVID all of a sudden. But it seems like those who have multiple problems, it's easier for them to get other issues you know i don't know if they're more susceptible because their body is not you know top notch they're not in the best health so therefore they're going to catch things easier but it does seem like you you know you can be in good health and have diabetes you can be in good health and have high blood pressure now it's less likely it's more common but but certainly there's a significant percentage of people and so uh you know we have over 500 kids under 10 years old have passed away from covid and we didn't hear that in the beginning of covid you know this is new well well it's because the most recent growth now and new people becoming infected are in people younger than 40 because fortunately most people say older 60 and older most of those have gotten vaccinated. I mean, our vaccinated rate for them is, you know, over 75%. And so that's very good. But, you know, when you hear it as a disease of the unvaccinated now, and that's because that's uh, easy pickings for the virus to multiply. And the more multiplications you have, the more chance you have of getting a successful mutation that then makes the vaccine less uh, protective so it's really important to get vaccinated to wipe out these future mutations and such. And that's, that's why our government is really trying to get a handle on it. And you'll see countries all over the world doing this. Because to slow down our economy like this, to decrease the workforce like it has, I mean, everybody who's buying some things, whether it be a washer, dryer, or refrigerator, or whatever, a car, whatever is, you know, GM, they shut down all their shops for two weeks. We're the largest auto producer in our country. Two weeks. 
because they couldn't get chips. It's a supply thing. They didn't have the workers because of, of the COVID, you know, and a decreased workforce. So everybody is going through this and we, you know, we need to get our country back together and running strong. So with this vaccination, is this something that people are going to have to have every year, just like a flu shot? Uh, I, I think that the studies are bearing that out. And certainly as we have mutations, what, you know, our, our previous vaccines were extremely in the 90s against the original SARS-CoV-2. But now that we have variants and the Delta variant, of course, you know, that's that's dropping down into the 70s for these ones that were in the 90s. And then that's going to continue. And, you know, the one that we all fear is when we get a successful mutation that maybe the vaccines help 10%. You know what I mean? Then we're back to the drawing board. And that happens by letting the virus multiply in the wild, unchecked, uncontrolled, as uh, it does with a population that's unvaccinated. Does the virus, COVID-19, does that impact the eyes in any way? I know it, it gives you, you know, runny nose, congestion, and all that. But what about the eyes? Yeah, well, it's it's all over your body once again. Uh, and, you know, the, the sicker you get, the more it affects all your organs throughout your body. But uh, the, the studies have shown that about 2% of people that are COVID positive will also have COVID in their tears. So it's in, it's in your secretions, uh, comes out through your glands, and <clears throat> you can have related infections, but typically there's so many more severe problems going on at this time. Uh, that is not the main concern. Again with us this morning, Dr. Craig McCabe, local eye doctor here in Murfreesboro. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we'll get to your calls or text, and you can go ahead and text us at 615-893-1450. Time right now, 840. Stay with us. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Come on over to Music World and Drummer's Den for lessons on any instrument with strings, keys, or drums. We also have a full line of live sound, uh, amplification, PA systems, lights, everything you need to play your local venues. We are your local music store. You need to come see us. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurant. Demas's Restaurants are now hiring. We are looking for grill cooks and other kitchen employees with competitive pay and flexible hours. If you're looking for full-time work or part-time work, then Demas's is the place to be. We've been voted a top workplace for five years in a row by the Tennessean. Apply within or online at demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner, and we salute our veterans. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. 
Now, I flew 19 missions. I was on our 20th mission, but I didn't finish the 20th one. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. On the 28th of November, we went to Duisburg, Germany. We went to Kassel, Germany on the 29th, but we didn't go on the 30th. Then on the 31st, we went to Berlin. Now, this was the first time we had fighters escort us. They didn't have a fighter that could carry enough guns to go all the way to Berlin, but we didn't get there. We were diverted to uh, Dalton, spent the night there. Then the next day, we came back from Dalton. Then in the next mission we flew on a Sunday to uh, Munich. Then we flew to Leipzig, Germany. We went to Nuremberg. It was a hard one. Nuremberg was a very difficult one. We really got shot up in Nuremberg. One plane came in. I mean, he was on our left wing. We were not to the initial point. That's where you start your bomb run. And uh, fighters come in just before you get to that. Quite often, planes, you know, would hit. And I tell you the truth, I was more afraid of that than I was machine guns or flak. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Old friends, new name, better together as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank. Our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Time right now, 844. You're tuned to WGNS, and we are in studio with Dr. Craig McCabe and his office is at 122 Heritage Park Drive right here in the borough. His uh, phone number, the office number, 615-904-9024 and folks can call that number if they want to schedule an appointment and if you want to get on the air or uh, text us a question, either one, you can call 615-893-1450. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe with us. Uh, so what were we talking about last? I guess COVID and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting story that came up last month as we talked about um, the slowdown of the supply chain for various things. It's affecting medicine, too. There are medications that are on back order because of uh, slowdowns. And uh, we, we got to get things up and running or things aren't going to get made like we uh, the rate we want to use them at. And uh, one of the things in ophthalmology is the most common uh, macular degeneration, diabetic, uh, macular edema, other conditions of the retina that causes leakage and swelling in the retina, one called avastin. And 
because of various things that have slowed down the production, certain insurance companies uh, and some of the major insurance companies have recommended that ophthalmologists start injecting what are called biosimilar drugs, which means they're in the same category into people's eyes. But these have not had any studies to test their safety or efficacy. And, you know, the, the number one procedure done in this country today are the injections for macular degeneration, diabetic uh, retinopathy, neovascular glaucoma, macular edema, all these things which use Avastin. Now there are uh, three other drugs that have been approved for the injection, but they cost significantly more. But the drug companies in an effort to you know, care about their bottom line as the number one priority are recommending drugs that have not been proven to be safe or tested. And uh, so um, I say that not to scare anybody or anything, but, you know, m make sure that you're getting a safe and good medicine whenever anything new or whatever is recommended to you. We have a text question here. It says, I know you do laser treatment. I have enlarged oil glands on my nose. Is that something you can treat? I'm not real sure. What are enlarged oil glands on your nose? I yeah, can't they're, they're meaning these uh, sebaceous glands, which are uh, right located uh, at the pores in your skin. Uh, they, sebaceous means they secrete oil. And uh, the, your sebaceous glands, they need to, and the pores, they need to stay clean. So just like you wash your face or your body, you need to make sure you're washing your face good, as well as your eyelids, which are so commonly overlooked. People wash everything on their face except for their eyelids or their eyelashes. And those sebaceous glands there secrete an oil called mybum that is the top layered component of the tear film. And just like oil sits on water, it prevents it from evaporating. And so this is the number one cause of dry eye in our country, is people that do not have uh, properly working oil glands, which is called blepharitis. And that's the number one cause of dry eye, which is the number one eye problem. So obviously very important. Now, you can have uh, clogged oil glands, or oil glands that are not secreting uh, the proper oil, which is a short-chain fatty acid. And with time and inflammation, it turns over to producing long-chain fatty acids, which are more viscous or dense and clog the pores and uh, can't get out of your pores. So you have numerous issues that come from that. If you have them on your eyelid, that's what causes a sty. That red bump is a clogged sebaceous or oil gland. So all these kind of things on your, on your skin and everything that can affect uh, your skin elsewhere can also affect that around your eyes. But on your nose, uh, and yes, the, uh, the laser uh, treatment that we have, both intense pulse laser as well as um, a 1540 nanometer, a denser laser to stimulate collagen, can absolutely help uh, pores on the face to tighten those up, can absolutely help uh, if you have any unsightly blood vessels. Those are usually around the nose, the chin, or on the cheek. 
uh, actually best treatment for acne rosacea on the skin. And if you have that, you know you have that. You have these red cheeks and chin and nose. And if you look closely in the mirror, you see these spider-like blood vessels. Uh, that's acne rosacea. And uh, the best treatment for this uh, is the laser that we have. In fact, laser we have is the only one FDA approved to treat any kind of scars that you may have. Um, that's probably the hardest thing to, to treat. But yes, uh, we have that all available. We also do uh, Botox uh, cosmetically for wrinkles or functioning for things called blepharospasm or hemifacial spasm. And if you have that, you know what that is. Uh, and I think we, uh, we also um, will, if you need it, to fill in uh, deeper wrinkles uh, or your lips. And I love doing lips, but that is the facial fillers. So if you're interested in any of these uh, cosmetic things, we're happy to help you here. And I feel like we have the best equipment, and our patients have told us we have the best pricing on those things as well. So please please give us a call if you're interested in that. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us this morning. We have another eye-related question texted to us. I use Latisse to grow my eyelashes. Mm -hmm. My daughter has asked if she can use it as well. And I am wondering now, is it safe and can it get into the eyes and cause more problems for us than benefit? Yeah, and uh, I guess what, I should I guess I should know this one by heart. But uh, so, you know, it's interesting. These medications they come out for a purpose, and then after you know a million people use it, they find out that it does this other treatment as well. They didn't even know it would do. What? what, what? For example, uh, minoxidil which is the number one hair treatment for going hair. That didn't start out as a hair treatment. It started out as a blood pressure medicine. Interesting. But they found out that people take it for blood pressure, you know, grew some hair on their head. And so, boom, what's going to make the company more money? <laughs> hair growth. <laughs> so that's the number one treatment for hair growth now. And in one of our glaucoma medications, Latanoprost, Lumigan, that same prostaglandin analog medicine, uh, they found out the people that take this, maybe they only took it, they only had glaucoma in one eye. Well, they come into the eye doctor, and the women would say, uh, yeah, I know I only have to use it in my right eye, but I use it in my left eye too. Well, why is that? Well, look at my eyelashes. They're long, luscious, and dark. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, you can, uh, it, it's, it's now rebranded under a different name, um, and the Latisse, and it is a prescription, and you can get that. Uh, and that absolutely does work in 90% or more of people, you know, given a two to four month treatment. But anyone who pays that money to get the eyelash extensions will tell you it doesn't last. And that's because your eyelashes turn over about every two months. And so they have to go in to get more lashes put on. And uh, so you can take a break from it for a month, but then you'll have to use it again but it's as easy as can be you put a drop of it on a q-tip or wipe it across your uh, upper eyelid like you're putting on eyeliner there right before you go to bed and then when you close your eyes it works on both lids and uh, it absolutely uh, does work the only thing you need to be careful of is that long-term use of this has been shown to have two possible side effects that most people don't want one is that it can 
cause a little darkening or discoloration of the skin where it's put on. And then the second one is it can cause what's called fat atrophy. Well, everyone wants to shrink or get rid of their fat, but when it's around your eyelid, it can make it look more sunken in, hmm. which is not cosmetically pleasing. So, uh, again, if you're going to be on these things, you know, do it, do it with your eye care doctor who is well-versed in this and can say, hey, that's good, we need to take a little break, or it seems to be working fine on you without any of these problems. You know, it's funny how we will use a product ourselves, never looking into it further. And then if our kids ask to use it, that's when we start thinking, well, is this safe? And that's when you start asking the questions, it seems like. Oh, that's right. And that was a question. And I think if you look at the package insert, uh, it's uh, 16 years and older. So if your daughter is younger than that, uh, hasn't been tested in that age group, but I believe it's 16 years and older. Uh, it does work very well, and most time things are great, but just make sure you've got a physician looking after these things to make sure you don't get any issues with that. We've got about four and a half minutes left. I'm going to try to fit this phone call in real quick. Good morning, and thank you for holding. You're on Good the air morning. with Dr. McCabe. How are you? Hi, doctor. This is Jean Honeycutt calling. Hi, Miss Jean. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I was just calling to... Uh, to say how very, very pleased I have been with my cataract surgery. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Tell our listeners all about your experience. Well, uh, actually, it was a, a pretty or ordinary experience, I I'm assuming. Uh, I had no idea that my vision was so distorted, so cloudy, and... Uh, uh, until I had the first surgery done, and it was effortless. Um, I, uh, I had no problems whatsoever. The hospital staff was great. Your staff was great. And, um, oh, and I was stunned when I, <laughs> when I walked into my home for the first time after having the first eye done, and uh, realized how bright everything was the the difference was just immediate and and really surprising and since then i've had the second eye done of course and i i just could not be more pleased um i i'm, I'm just so thankful for color and i can <laughs> truly appreciate it now yeah everyone says after cataract surgery whites are whiter blues are bluer but, of course, your vision's sharper, and that's the main thing we're looking for. So how is your vision now in the distance? Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, the last time I was tested just a few days ago, uh, both eyes were 20-20, so I could not ask for more. Great. Uh, and how is your reading vision now? Fine, excellent. I have. I don't need any, any uh, help, any glasses or at all. So, so you're I not using any glasses for distance vision, for near vision, or in between. No, none. And how long has it been since you could say that? I, you know, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't realize how how uh, how. Uh, 
distorted everything is uh, uh, until you until you see the contrast. Uh, it's probably uh, I've been wearing glasses for four or five years, I would say. So um, at least that long. And for reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, longer than that. I've had uh, reading glasses for ten or ten years at least. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for calling in and telling us of your experience. And so you would recommend that full-range vision lens that we do there to other people considering the cataract surgery. Well, I'm certainly pleased with it. I I could not be more pleased. Uh, Like everyone else, I was apprehensive Mm -hmm. uh, about a surgery on my eyes. But uh, no, I'm very, very pleased with the procedure and the results. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in and letting everyone know they don't have to worry about that surgery as much as they may and that they can have a great outcome. So thank you much. You have a great day. Thank you. You as well. Bye. Bye. So this is that uh, deluxe vision lens. And uh, actually last week we were the first ones in the area to put in uh, a brand new one from uh, Johnson & Johnson. So uh, we're always trying to stay up on the latest, best technology. And please make sure if you are having cataract surgery done that you are having a significant discussion about which lens implant, astigmatism correction, all these things with your surgeon before you have any surgery. Again, today our guest has been Dr. Craig McCabe. You can find him online at mccabevisioncenter.com. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, and uh, we'll do it again. Great. Thank you so much. Have a great week.